sermon preached at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, Member of the Wells, on April 6, 2014, for confirmation. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God through which the Holy Spirit strengthens our faith in Jesus today is your confirmation verse, Emma. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. This is the word of our Lord. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior, and especially you, Emma, on this your confirmation day, be strong and courageous. People use those words in so many different ways. In another month or two, you'll be hearing commencement addresses, urging graduates to be strong as they go out into the world and to be courageous as they face whatever may come their way. Seize the day, carpe diem, reach for the stars, take the bull by the horn, pursue your dreams, don't sell yourself short, make the most of every opportunity, and you've heard many other such encouragements. Although they all aim to inspire a feeling of boldness, do you notice a marked difference between those encouragements your confirmation verse says here. To help us realize this difference, let's keep in mind a, a picture from the scriptures, a well-known picture, sheep. And you, Emma, you know a thing or two about sheep, don't you? Usually sheep bring a picture of weakness and timidness to our minds. Just the opposite of strength and courage. But in Jesus, this contrast is resolved into a wonderful picture. And that's really the key here, isn't it? In Jesus. Find courage in Jesus. That's the theme. Find courage in Jesus. Standing with him and serving for him. Those are the two parts. No doubt you've already realized at least one of the major differences between the courage urged in graduation addresses and the courage this passage inspires. Graduation addresses leave Jesus out of the picture. Their courage comes from the resolve of the individual or the potential of humanity. But where does a sheep find its courage? In the shepherd. In the shepherd. Sheep need their shepherd. And that's why the passage promises the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. We need our shepherd. Joshua needed him. Moses had just died and now Joshua was to lead the people as Moses' successor. 
The Lord certainly had been with Moses. Remember the ten plagues, the parting of the Red Sea, water out of the rock, manna in the wilderness, fire and smoke on Mount Sinai, Moses' face glowing after he had spoken with the Lord. How could Joshua follow that? He did not have the strength in himself. But the Lord was with him. Joshua was standing with the Lord, finding courage in the coming Savior, his Savior. You too, find courage in Jesus. Now I think we all know that we can't leave Jesus out of the picture when we talk about courage. Commencement addresses may, but we don't. But talking about Jesus doesn't guarantee godly courage rather than self-centered courage. And there's another incident a little later in Joshua's life that helps us see this. It's recorded in the end of chapter 5. As he was scouting around Jericho, Joshua saw someone standing in front of him with a drawn sword. Joshua asked, Are you for us? or for our enemies? And the stranger replied, Neither. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Do you see the point here, dear friends? The point is that the question to ask is not, Whose side is God on? Is he for us or for our enemies? No, that's not the question. Rather, the question is, Am I on God's side. Even Joshua, to whom the Lord had spoken directly and told him to be strong and courageous, even Joshua needed to remember that he was to stand with the Lord. He was not to imagine that he could go his own self-chosen ways, whatever seemed right in his own eyes, and then expect the Lord to be there for him. Sheep, follow the shepherd. They don't expect the shepherd to follow them. And yet how much pain and sorrow our self-chosen ways have brought on us. We follow our wants, running after them, and we pursue what we think is going to make us happy. We feel confident about our abilities. Successes buoy up our self-esteem. Where does Jesus end up in all that? Does he get lost in the shuffle or dealt down to second, third, fourth place in our hearts? Do we look around one day and wonder, where is Jesus now that I need him? Do we even complain? You promised to be with me, Jesus. Why aren't you here now? Blame, though, doesn't lie with him, though, does it? What did the shepherd do for the lost sheep? He went out and looked for it. He found it and brought it home on his shoulders. He rejoiced and celebrated, for the lost was found. And so we too pray, confessing with the hymn writer, Thou hast not left me. 
Oft as I left thee, unto the close, O Lord, abide with me. What has the shepherd done for you, Emma? He left his father's side and was born just like you. But unlike you and me, he was without sin. In baptism, he covered you with his perfect obedience. Do you see how that gives you courage? Through faith in Jesus, you stand before the Holy God. You stand before the Almighty clothed with Jesus. You stand there without terror because you stand with Jesus. Find courage in him. Yes, dear friends, what has the shepherd done for you? He laid down his life for the sheep and took it up again. What courage that gives us. His blood has washed your record clean. Not even Satan can accuse you. Jesus has crushed Satan and conquered death. No one can snatch you out of his hands. Find courage in Jesus as you stand with him. Now, courage does not stand still, does it? No. Courage takes action. So also courage in Jesus takes action. It serves. And that brings us to the second part here. This is another way that the courage this passage inspires and brings us drastically differs from the courage urged in commencement addresses. Oh, they too want courage to take action, but action for yourself, or action for your family and community, or action for the good of humanity. Courage in Jesus serves for him. Serving for Jesus begins with faith. It grows out from faith just as fruit grows out from a tree. And where does this faith come from? From hearing God's message in the word of Christ. Think of what else the Lord said to Joshua in this section of the Bible here. In the verses around your confirmation passage, the Lord tells Joshua to stay close to his word, to meditate on it day and night, and to carefully put it into practice. For you see, the courage to serve our Lord grows out of faith, and that faith grows out of hearing God's word. So stay close to God's word, Emma. Keep on learning it. Keep on thinking about it. Keep on living it. He wants you to hold on to his promises with all your heart, soul, and mind. How fervent his love for you is. The Father did not spare his own Son, but gave him up for you. How sincere his desire to save you. How earnestly he calls to you through his word. Just as sheep listen to their shepherd's voice, keep listening to your shepherd, Jesus Christ, as he speaks to you through the scriptures. Now, 
Just as a good tree produces fruit, so also faith in Jesus serves. Jesus served, or Joshua served. Joshua served by leading the people of Israel into the land of Canaan. That's what the Lord God had called him to do. How do we serve? All too often we think that service for Jesus has to be some sort of special project, some sort of service project, church project, mission project. And don't get me wrong, those certainly can be ways that we can serve for Jesus. Bible really points us to something much more fundamental when it comes to service for Jesus. The Lord does not directly command us from heaven to serve in this or that way as he did Joshua, but he does direct us through his word. Look at where the Lord has placed you in life. And then look to his word and ask, what responsibilities does the Lord want me to carry out in the role he has given me? What does responsibilities has he given me to carry out in my family, in my community, in my school, in my work, in my church, in my country? And how can you do those things? How can you carry out those responsibilities? How can you fulfill your roles in life in a way that leads others to praise your Father in heaven? How can you let His love, kindness, and forgiveness shine out from you to others? Yes, that's all service for Jesus. Emma, where has the Lord placed you? Well, he has, first of all, placed you as a child living in your parents' home. Serve Jesus by obeying your parents and showing them love and respect. He has placed you as a student in school. Serve Jesus by doing your work to the best of your ability for the glory of God and by showing a respect to your teachers and kindness to your classmates. He has placed you as a member of this community Serve Jesus by obeying the laws. Serve him by being a neighbor to others, helping as you are able, showing his love. And he has placed you here as a member of this congregation, St. John's. Serve Jesus here as well. Be an encouragement to your fellow members by coming often to hear his word. Explore how you can use your God-given gifts and abilities to build up the body of Christ. Yes, in whatever place the Lord has put you in life, serve Jesus. For you see, dear Christian friends, whatever you do out of faith in Jesus to the glory of God is service for Jesus. No matter how mundane or routine it might seem, whatever you do out of faith in Jesus to the glory of God is service for Jesus. Let's go back to Joshua and just see. Like I said, so often this seems like, well, this just seems too routine, too 
too mundane. And often when we think of Joshua, we just remember the spectacular victories, but think about this. What did the Lord tell Joshua to do? He told Joshua to walk around the city of Jericho, leading the people, once a day for six days and seven times on the seventh day. Doesn't sound too spectacular now, does it? The Lord used that to accomplish his will and the walls came tumbling down. And so, dear friends, whatever you do out of faith in Jesus, to the glory of God, is indeed service for him. And that takes courage. That takes courage. It takes courage to faithfully carry out your responsibilities day after day, doing them for God's glory, not doing them for yourself or for praise or because, well, that's my duty, but doing them for his glory, out of faith in Jesus. That takes courage. It takes courage to be content with the place God has put us in life and not run after what we think might be grander or what we think will, will, people will uh, acclaim as greater service. takes courage not to conform to the ways of this world not to, to to give in to peer pressure but to serve our Lord by carrying out the roles he gives us and as we do what our Lord wants us to do in our lives Others will criticize and ridicule that. They may put it down. It takes courage to keep following Jesus, trusting him alone. But as we find our courage in Jesus, we also find that following our shepherd is our greatest joy. Find courage in Jesus. Stand with him, serve for him. Amen. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.